Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mliwa Gavaza, and for today, we get into interest rates, uh, the latest interest rate decision that's come through from uh, the South African Reserve Bank over the last uh, couple of days. That was on Thursday uh, last week. A surprise 50 uh, basis point hike in terms of uh, the, the, the interest rates, and I believe we must be sitting at 7.75% now and uh, big surprise to a lot of people because um, after the last decision some people thought that we would be that we were done with the hiking cycle other people thought we might have one more uh, sitting at 25 basis points but you know few people expected the 50 that we got so to help us to unpack what this means and perhaps um, you know some of the rationale for uh, such a big jump we are joined by Patrick Butelezi who is an economist over at Sunlam Investments. Patrick, greetings to you today. Greetings, Mutiwa, and greetings to everyone. Um, I think maybe we can uh, just straight into uh, what happened uh, with the la- that latest uh, monetary policy committee meeting. Uh, 50 basis points were, came as a huge surprise to a lot of people. Um, are you part of the people that were surprised or was this something that uh, you, know, you, get, you had worked into your own modeling? No, I was part of the people who were surprised. So we were expecting 25 uh, basis points. Our view was that uh, the Reserve Bank has already hiked by quite a uh, substantial cumulative uh, interest rate increases. Um, and given the fact that the expectation for the economy this year is that the economy will not grow uh, this year, and electricity is also doing the work. Um, so the, the belief was that 25 basis points was going to be uh, the last increase. So we we're expecting that 7.5% was going to be uh, the top of, of, of the hiking cycle. And unfortunately, the Reserve Bank, uh, un- or unexpectedly, the Reserve Bank hiked by uh, 50 basis points, taking the report to about 7.75%. So since November 2021, so they've hiked by a cumulative of about 425 basis points, which is heavy. And uh, the monetary policy stance has shifted now from being accommodative to a more tightening territory. So, um, and and you're beginning to see the cost of uh, debt servicing costs increasing. So, which really uh, indicating that uh, interest rate increases that we have seen so far are beginning to have a negative uh, impact uh, on the consumer and the economy more broadly. But uh, just looking at the rationale while the Reserve Bank decided otherwise, number one, it was about inflation, which is what they are targeting because they want to keep inflation uh, within 3 to 6% and they intend to anchor it at about 4.5%. Uh, and also, they are more concerned about expectations and we have seen expectations remaining well above that 4.5%. But what is clear from the statement is that 
in addition to those two uh, concerns is the change that is that is taking place so south africa over the past few years has been the net exporter of capital so running uh, the current account surplus so we have been exporting capital and that has changed um, so now we are shifting into uh, current account deficits. So running a current account deficit, what it means is South Africa needs to attract capital in South Africa. And our need for attracting capital is reflected in the currency. So you have seen the currency getting weaker. And the weaker currency in turn is feeding back into um, inflation. So reading the statement, it was clear that the biggest concern. Uh, yes, inflation is primary concern, but the currency, I think it was, it was the it was the bigger one. Uh, and then um because now the problem is you, you can attract capital either by growing your economy. So when you grow your economy, people will come in and invest in your in your country for indirect investment. Or alternatively if you have uh, interest rate uh, that is higher compared to other countries because we are competing for, for capital. So you have the likes of Brazil, uh, their policy rate is running in high double-digit uh, territory. You have Mexico. So we are also competing uh, for, 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 for capital. So if you can attract capital via growth because you are constrained, your supply constrained either because of electricity or logistical constraints are weighing on, 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 on economic growth, then the lever that you have is, is, your, is, your, is, your, is, is your interest rate. And I, I think clearly the decision by the Reserve Bank was to opt for, 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 for higher rates. Now, of course, there's a lot going on and you've just, uh, you know, outlined uh, various factors uh, that form part of the rationale that uh, the Reserve Bank is using um, when they made that, uh, you know, that hike. Uh, a lot of people are having thought that um, previously we were at the top of the cycle. And I guess the most logical question to then ask especially given the inflationary pressure. And I'm also thinking about what's going on in the U.S. uh, because um, a lot of central banks take uh, the lead from what's going on in the U.S. And it doesn't look like, uh, you know, the the, the Fed is looking to, um, you know, slow down its hiking cycle anytime soon. And the natural question that comes out is to say, okay, we now find ourselves at this position. Um, Clearly, Perhaps when we're not at the top as we thought, um, you know, how much more can we expect? Uh, the 425 basis points that you mentioned, that puts it into huge, um, huge perspective um, when you think about it from a cumulative, um, you know, point of view. And I think I saw something that said this is the highest that interest rates have been in South Africa for a number of years now. Um, So now the question becomes, okay, clearly we're likely not at the top. We might see a few, uh, some, some more hiking, unfortunately. Um, any idea, you know, of just how much? Because uh, people are, are, are probably uh, thinking about it now, you know, just, you know, just to say how much more can we actually bear? Yeah, um, our, our view uh, is, is that, uh, I mean, 
given what they've done uh, so far, and monetary policy work with the leg. So the impact, you don't feel it immediately. It lasts up to 18 months. So we haven't seen the full impact of what they've been doing uh, over, I mean, over, 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 over the past couple of uh, years of meetings. Um, and uh, looking at the U.S., I mean, the U.S., what was interesting about the U.S. is, yes, they hiked uh, interest rates, but what was interesting is they made the point that, in their view, they believe that uh, what is happening with banks will tighten the financial conditions. And when financial conditions tighten as a result of what's happening, that will do the work of monetary policy because what that will do, it will reduce economic growth. It will lift unemployment or, or have a negative impact on the labor market and also by extension uh, on, on inflation. So the Fed, yes, they are not done, but uh, but judging by the statement, judging by the statement, uh, they believe that uh, tightening of financial conditions will, will do more work instead of them hiking rates. So we also believe that the Fed will probably pause from pause from here and assess uh, conditions. Similarly, with the South African Reserve Bank, we believe the South African Reserve Bank will pause from these levels and assess the impacts on the economy as well as uh, on inflation and also looking at the qpm uh, model which is uh, the biggest input that helps them when they, when they when they decide on monetary policy i mean the qpm is at 7.13 by year end and interest rate or the repo is currently at 7.75 so it's even higher higher than uh, the qpm and looking our work uh, on Taylor rule, our Taylor rule also suggests that interest rates shouldn't be as high as, as it is. So that is why we believe that uh, interest rates now are tighter. Um, and, and, and we believe this, the South African Reserve Bank should uh, wait now, pause and, and assess the impact on the economy and inflation. Yes, inflation is kind of sticky and it can remain sticky up until the sec up until the, the second quarter and probably by the third quarter begin to see uh, inflation uh, coming down or returning within the target uh returning the, within the target band but i think yes we believe it's a pause but the difficulty is to see them uh, easing uh, interest rates from here we believe that the bar for for cutting is going to be very is going to be very high so we believe that interest rates will remain at these tight levels for for a long while probably sometime to later next next year we can begin to see uh, them uh, considering uh, easing policy rate now we will obviously wait to see how things um develop over time and especially just uh, considering um, the fact that there is a little bit of a lag uh, that uh, you're highlighting to say that okay fine you put in these interest rates hikes now but you only you have to wait uh, a bit of time before you actually see uh, the full effect or the full extent um, of how effective those uh, policy measures have been and also at the same time you know i really hope that we do see a bit of a pause 
because uh, I'm sure that businesses and consumers uh, they've taken you know quite a bit of a knock over, over this period. Um, not only South Africa, this is one of the few times um, where you see globally you know the same types of monetary policy decisions being made uh, because we are all facing inflation um, you know across the world and uh, just as with COVID we are all in the same basket when it comes to this so it will be interesting to see how things develop over that uh, you know over that time and especially if there's going to be any disparity between your emerging market economies and your developed economies and how they're able to I guess uh, how the transmission of these policies actually ends up being faced by people on the ground. Now, Patrick, we just want to maybe switch a little bit um, because obviously we've been talking a lot about interest rates and there's a number of other, you know, data points we've, we've been using through the discussion, you know, things like uh, where inflation sits at the moment and the like. Um, before we let you go, we wanted to check if there's any other, you know, data points that you perhaps wanted to highlight. Uh, we are recording this on the 3rd of April, uh, 2023, and I know that today we had some um, softer uh, purchasing managing uh, index numbers coming out from ABSA and the like, you know, saying that uh, some of that, uh, some of those expectations, you know, are on the more on the negative side. So, anything else that you want to 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 maybe highlight in terms of data points that give us a fuller picture of what's going on in the economy? Yeah, I can, I can highlight the, the the PMI. I mean, the PMI. Uh, it, it, it remained below below 50 and 50 is a threshold that uh, differentiate between expansion or contraction so um if you, if the index is below 50 it means um, it means the sector is in contraction territory and the index remained below 50 so which means uh, the sector is under tremendous uh, pressure and it's one of the biggest sector uh, in, in, in the economy. So this is clearly uh, indicating that economy uh, in Q1 can be expected to be uh, weaker. And, and this raises the risks uh, of the technical recession, given the fact that the economy in, in the fourth quarter um, actually declined. Uh, so if, if the economy declined now for the second time in the row, in the second quarter in the row, that will qualify as technical uh, recession. So the PMI raises uh, that risk of, of the technical recession. So which clearly indicates, I mean, also that given what we were discussing about monetary policy, that the economy is, 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 is under pressure because the work of uh, tightening monetary policy is to reduce uh, demand in, in in the economy and there's clearly no demand we have this this massive supply side shock on the economy that is coming from the energy energy crisis and is constraining uh, econ, 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 economic growth yeah so i can just say so the risk given these numbers clearly the risks of the technical recession remains remains high not our baseline but the risk is very high uh, certainly a high risk and uh, I guess we wait to see um, how things develop but obviously some of these leading indicators sort of pointing to the fact that you know we will find ourselves um, you know at that level. 
um, as a last point, uh, I'm not sure how much you can or cannot share, but we've been dancing around this, you know, through the discussion. But uh, a lot of what we talk about, uh, we've spoken about today, whether it's interest rates, whether it's inflation, whether it's the PMI, manufacturing, whatever it is, um, a lot of it is anchored in uh, what you call this in economic growth. Um, any thoughts just around uh, your expectations for for growth uh, in 2023, especially just given some of this new information uh, that's come out from the Reserve Bank over the last week? You know, our, our view um, is, is that forecasting a point growth uh, uh, this year is going to be very uh, difficult. So we are working with a range. So we are working with a range of uh, 0 to 0.8%. And what informed that range is like for instance, our view is that if if we are in stage say two to stage three, then the economy can be able to grow by say zero point zero point eight percent. So we can achieve that. But now, if stage three increases, let's say we move to stage four, five, and if we move to stage six, four. For some time, the economy can even decline. Like we're talking about, on on a yearly, like for for the entire 2023. So we're working with the range because we are not sure about the stages of electricity. We are not sure about the stages of electricity. So uh, if if we if we get higher uh, stages of electricity, then our view is that the economy can can decline. Like if we have stage five to stage six then the economy will, will definitely uh, decline. But if we are able to stabilize things, let's say just before uh, uh, just just before uh, just before June, we stabilize things and we have lower stages, say two to three, then we can still be able to achieve around zero zero point eight at a percent. So that's been it. Uh, we wait to see how things develop over time. Um, that was us talking to Patrick, uh, giving us some insight um, into the latest monetary policy committee decision by the Reserve Bank to increase interest rates uh, by 50 basis points. And, um, you know, in layman's language, that 0.5% increase, meaning that uh, your repo rate is sitting at around 7.75%, uh, unpacking some of the rationale um, around uh, those particular decisions and also you know quantifying for us what that actually means and whether or not we find ourselves at the top um, of the hiking cycle which would mean um, you know have we seen the end um, of the interest rate interest rate increases or uh, do we should we be expecting more and at the moment the expectation is that we are likely to see a pause um, as uh, central banks including the one in South Africa take time to just assess um, what has been the full impact um, of uh, the interest rate increases over the last uh, year or so because it has been quite steep uh, when you look at it in totality, 425 uh, basis points um, translated meaning a 4.25% increase in terms of uh, some of those rates. And then ending off, just uh, I, I, I guess 
showing us just how difficult the current environment is. Um, you know, to say that where you'd normally expect economists to give uh, forecasts uh, on the particular points um, when it comes to economic growth, at the moment, it's very tough, you know, to pin yourself down because there's so many moving targets, um, you know, when it comes to some of that modeling, when it comes to some of that, those expectations. Inflation is where it is right now, uh, but you know, who's there's still nine months left in the year and you never know you know what uh, what might happen uh the volatility um has been uh, quite something else um you know over the last couple of years so they're working with the range instead and he said um the expectation is uh, zero to 0.8 percent um which sounds like a fair like a fair um uh, fair margin to play in but you know it reminds me of where we were before we even got into COVID-19, uh, where I think expectation for 2020 before uh, we went into lockdown had been for 1%, um, you know, economic growth. And it seems we found ourselves, you know, more or less back, um, you know, to that range. Even though there is a range, it just shows just how uh, tough the economy is. Yes, you have some areas that are growing, uh, but uh, the things like your load shedding have done so much uh, to reduce a lot of your economic activity and when you see what's going on with the purchasing managers index that gives you a huge indication of what's going on in the economy so that's been it we're chatting to patrick butelezi who is an economist over at sunlam investments patrick thank you so much for being with us today thank you And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from myself and the rest of the team it is a good evening good afternoon and good morning